Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, the head advocate of the Big Titty Committee of 69 Whiskey. Did somebody say titties? And the undercover brother of the Bro Migos podcast, Matt, here. And it's time for my homeboy, Chef Aaron, to cook up another great episode of the I Had to Say It podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. We're going to start it out as we do. Josh, Jake, B-Word, Iceman, Jason, Miss Aaron, Mike, Tabby, and Javier. Thank you guys for the continued support. If you would like to hear your name included with these wonderful people whom I love dearly, all you have to do is go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, click on the money's links, and find ways to support the show, whether it be through Patreon or Buy Me a Coffee, where you can sign up for a membership or else a one-time donation of however much you think my yammering is actually worth to you. While my affection might be for sale, my opinions are not. So to start with, I'd like to address the uh, thing that I said last episode about the addition of the new program, and I have a thought here, and any feedback on it would be appreciated. I've got some really great people that... Uh, responded and want to throw their hats in their in the ring, and I have somebody something that may be an additional side project. I have to uh, see how my scheduling and things are going to work out because I can only dedicate so much of my time to this little project of mine. So, uh, at least until it starts paying the bills, I, Daddy still got to you know go do a job and do things around the house and all that good shit. But um, anyway, so now I'm kind of leaning towards the concept of doing the additional biweekly program as a panel show because I honestly, with a couple of people that have offered to throw their hat in the ring, uh, I really like all the people that have expressed some interest at this point a lot. And I I don't want to say no to any of them right now, which may be hard to believe since, you know, I'm such a uh, such a fuzzy, cuddly, lovey kind of guy. But... Yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. So if you got any thoughts on the matter, I'd love to hear from you. I'm still waiting to hear for anybody else that might want to be interested in being involved in this little project of mine. So, uh, yeah, that is uh, as far as that's going right now. Now to get into kind of the meat and potatoes of the last couple of weeks. Uh, a lot of things have been going on this past week. Uh, we're going to start out with the thing that's most prominently on my mind, and then we're going to get into some... Uh, as we do, you know, ripple effects, ramifications, and other thoughts I have in relationship to the matter. Uh, now, the first thing that it came to light this week, uh, a lot of more information about the Biden family being a completely, basically crime family, completely corrupt, absolutely ridiculous, just, blech. you know, horrible people, horrible human beings, the shambling uh puppet that's at the head of the country at the moment, his corrupt junkie son who's basically, you know, just a horrible, horrible person peddling influence and access to his father and all this other horseshit. Uh, all the denials Sleepy Joe made about knowing about his son's business and being involved in his son's business are 
basically being dragged out, kicking and screaming to light that that's all utterly horseshit. They have recordings of him talking to people that Hunter's trying to set up business partnerships with. All this shit comes out. And actually, I'm, I don't actually have a Truth Social account, but I saw a post of somebody showing a quote from uh, the Cheeto saying, oh, look at all this shit coming out about the Brian crime family, about time for some more indictments against me. And they, they probably is pretty accurate. But the mainstream media really not paying any attention to this, trying to, you know, call it conspiracy theory shit and sweep it under the rug. When the simple fact of the matter is this is stuff being said under oath in legal testimony against the sitting president of the United States who should be under a fucking prison somewhere. And he's so out of it. He's so disconnected that I don't think he would know. Just tell me he was bunkering down for the weekend. He'd probably just think he was on vacation or some shit. But one of the things that did happen in the context of the Hunter Biden drama that's going on is the judge in the federal uh, case for the the gun crimes and the two tax charges out of the numerous things that he should be getting charged with the two tax chart accounts they were gonna two two counts of tax fraud they were gonna get him with or failure to pay or whatever they I forget the specifics because frankly they don't really matter that much uh, the corruption is there and blatant and apparent but I digress the the gun charges and the, the couple of bit of tax charges. Well, the plea deal he was going to enter was put in front of the judge, and the judge read it, and it turns out that the prosecutor had worked something in there indemnifying Hunter from any and all further charges, basically in perpetuity. Long story short, they were saying no matter what, the, if he cops to these three little minor-ass charges where he's going to get some fines and, and like monitoring for a little while, he gets to be indemnified against any wrongdoing ever again or any past wrongdoing. He can never be brought up on charges again. So, you know, total sweetheart deal. Sure, it's not because he's the crackhead son of the sitting president or, you know, the figurehead anyway. Like I said, uh, nobody who's got any sense of realism thinks Joe is doing any actual pre- presidenting. He's out there to be a face. He's a, he's, a, he's a senile puppet. And that'll come up in a little while here, too. But, yeah, so the crackhead son of the president gets a sweetheart deal that indemnifies him from any and all wrongdoings for the rest of his fucking life. And the judge, who I believe was actually a Democrat, by the way, was like, no fucking way. We're not accepting this this plea deal. I'm throwing this out because this is bullshit. There is no legal precedence to make this offer to him. And she even asked the prosecutor, is there a legal precedence for this? The prosecutor was forced to say no because there is not. And she said, nope, we're throwing this deal out. You're not getting this deal. Now, how do you plead? And he pled not guilty. So now it's got to go to court. Now it's going to be in court. There's going to be witnesses. There's going to be testimony. There's going to be evidence. And a lot more shit is going to get dragged out into the light. I pretty much guarantee it at this point. Or we're going to start seeing a lot of random people dropping dead from mysterious causes. Or both. And speaking of dropping dead of mysterious causes, it turns out that the Obama's personal chef, who was also their chef in the White House, uh, passed away this past week, uh, drowned in a paddleboard accident at the Obama's estate in Martha's Vineyard off their little private island that they own um, in a pond that was a whopping eight feet fucking deep. And this guy was in his 40s, relatively fit young, well, not young man, but a relatively fit man. There were videos out there circulating of him on the Internet doing, you know, multiple different strokes, breaststroke, backstroke, Floating. I mean, he knew what he was doing in the water. He was a competent individual in the water. 
And somehow they said there were no signs of, they haven't released the autopsy yet. They have not released a 911 call, which originally stated, they originally stated it came from the Obama estate, which it turns out it came from a couple miles up the fucking road, which in and of itself is a little hinky. The uh, 911 call said they saw a second person on a paddleboard out there. Uh, whoever was did not apparently attempt to help this man who drowned in eight feet of water, uh, who was a competent swimmer and had posted videos on his social media of him swimming. Now, I'm not one to get too tinfoil-hatted. I mean, people die, shit happens, accidents happen. I grew up with a lake in my backyard, literally, and I know how dangerous water can be. I mean, but this was not a a big lake. This was not an ocean. This was not something with, like, riptides that could pull you under. This was an eight-foot-deep pond. The only consideration I'm willing to take into account that could have possibly happened was... Some of those ponds that aren't very deep, the bottoms are hella muddy. They are like basically suction traps. If you push down onto them, that your feet get stuck, you get held under, and you could panic and drown. But this guy was a competent swimmer. No reason for him to be touching down in the bottom of the fucking water, even if he did fall off the paddleboard. And they're trying to say, oh, well, he wasn't tethered to the paddleboard and he wasn't wearing flotation devices. So fucking what? If the autopsy shows there were no apparent causes as to, to why he would wind up in the water, it's a little sus that this guy drowned and died. And ironically enough, and this is where the conspiracy theorists come in, the Clinton's former White House chef also happened to drown and die. He died in someplace off the Yucatan Peninsula, I believe, in some valley where they said he was going fishing in the, after he retired. And he turned up dead enough like after several weeks where... They were looking for him, and he was missing, and yada, 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 and his body was in such a state when they found him, they couldn't really determine his cause of death other than the fact that he was dead. And I may be getting my facts wrong. It's It's been a very long weekend. I am brain-burnt and world-weary at this point when I'm sitting down in front of this microphone to do the thing and talk to you guys. Uh, real life has been a little rough. The weather's been weathering. It's been hot. I know that's probably causing panic in some circles, but it's fucking summer. Hot happens. The air quality has been for shit, partly because all those fires that were probably lit by arsonists and assholes and climate activists who are trying to prove a point. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And so the air quality's been for shit. I've been outside doing a lot of work around the property. Uh, we've had some things happen in my personal life that required me to be outside all frickin' weekend, and so be it. I mean, that's part of the price of being me, I guess. So, yeah, you're not you're not getting the well-researched, well-thought-out, factually, necessarily 100% accurate. But, you know, the framework's there. The, the skeleton's there. The bones are there. It's If you want accurate information, uh, I don't know how many times I've said this, go listen to the Whiskey Hell. They do, they do shit really well. They're very well-thought-out, well-researched. They have documents. They have resources that they can cite. They have sources to cite. Um, they, they have El Jefe, who he likes doing the show so much he calls in from fucking work. The, guy, the guys are fantastic. I love them. Uh, Fitz and McShane and El Jefe are fantastic. And they do the shit and they do it well. Go listen to, go listen to Whiskey Hell. I don't know. Um, they do 
put out little teasers about what the upcoming episodes are going to be about on social media. If you're following them on social media, you'll know what they're talking about. I'm pretty sure they're going to touch on some of this stuff at least, and I'm sure it will be better researched, better thought out, and better presented than what comes out of my yap. But that's neither here nor there. Um, So the second thing I want to talk about here is uh, we need to really take a good hard look. I've talked about it before. We need fucking term limits. Being a politician should not be a fucking career to begin with. You should not get lifelong benefits for being elected. This should not be something that you make your fortune on. You should not be able to get rich while you're in the fucking public service. Being a public servant, the word servant kind of precludes the concept of getting fucking rich. Public means you're supposed to be serving the public interest, not your own fucking needs and well-being and not the people who are buying you when you get into office. And you shouldn't be staying in office until you're fucking decrepit and useless. Which brings me to that shambling turtle-looking fuck Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell is a geriatric old bastard. Mitch McConnell could not get hired in as a Walmart greeter. He's been out of that range for like 15 fucking years. Mitch McConnell's 80 goddamn years old. Mitch McConnell has been sitting in fucking in the Senate and as a senator from Kentucky, he has been a quote unquote public servant since 1985. That's longer than a lot of people that would might be in the lower demographic that are listening to this show have been fucking alive. That's honestly pretty close to how old some of my fucking siblings are. This guy has no business still being in public service. He is utterly fucking useless. Now the, uh, thing that really brings that on at this point is Mitch McConnell was doing a speech the other day and just fucking glitched out. His brain stopped connecting with his mouth and he just kind of stood there and looked vapid and confused and lost, you know, kind of like the fucking president does from time to time. And then after a solid 19 or 20 seconds of this press conference of dead air with him just standing there looking spaced out, just kind of blithely wanders the fuck off. And yeah, so that happens. And then we get the just lovely Diane Feinstein, who, as of the time of this recording, is 90 fucking years old and still sitting in office. She's been in office since 1992. Um, yeah, she's at the point where she was speaking at a, an appropriations committee hearing, I believe, or budget committee. Which I, I, I get them confused sometimes. Appropriations are the ones where they actually decide who gets paid in budget meetings, I believe, where they discuss them. But either way, so she's sitting there and she was talking about uh, the something about eight hundred billion dollars for defense budget and kind of rambling and throwing out some numbers. And literally everyone around her was just saying, just say I just say I telling her what to do, how to handle herself as the senior member of the the entire Congress. You'd think she'd be entitled to a certain degree of respect, but yeah, no, they're just telling her, shut up and say your, say yes. And without getting into the whole debacle of how much fucking money she's talking about being spent on shit that is being basically handed to an unaccountable entity because the Pentagon has failed like its last five audits. They can't say where all this fucking money is going. I'm sure the Department of Defense isn't any fucking better. I personally would love to see the entire fucking government audited. I mean, I think it should be field stripped back down to what it was intended to be in the first place. The federal government should be stripped of about 90% of its fucking authority and power. And 
Yeah, it, it's it's really gotten bloated and out of hand and ridiculous. But I'm not bitch, bitching about fiscal stuff right now. I'm bitching about geriatric fucks running the country. Now, okay, Diane Feinstein, 90 fucking years old. Now, let's the, the 10 oldest fucking senators out of the 10. Now, the 10th youngest person behind her. And we're talking people like Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi, um, fucking Jim Clyburn. Uh, I can't think of who else is in there. But all these motherfuckers that are over 80 years old. So even older than fucking Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell isn't even the oldest motherfucker in the government right now that's actively supposedly doing a job. I mean, they're not very good at their jobs. None of them are old, young, indifferent. They all fucking suck with a few exceptions. They're terrible at their fucking jobs. Um, yeah. And they're all above 80 years old. We're looking at like 82 up, I believe. Um, and surprisingly enough, the 10 oldest sitting members of Congress are, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the ten are Democrats, and the other two are Republican geriatric fucks. Now, I'm I more and more kind of lean towards the Uniparty. They're all fucking horrible, left, right. I don't fucking care. They all suck. All these 82-plus-year-old motherfuckers all need to go. They should be somewhere eating fucking rice pudding and staring at sunsets and lost in whatever little world they have left in between the pudding between their fucking ears. But for some odd reason, despite the fact that this country has by and wide decided that senior citizens shouldn't be able to do a whole lot of shit in the general public, you know, everything from having to take driving tests and cognition tests and the ability to live and support themselves and be out on their own and be independent, the, the general population doesn't really get that option. Old people have a hard time finding work. But for some odd reason, this country has decided these geriatric fucks should be running the show when you get to the federal level. And honestly, I don't understand that. And people are, oh, well, you know, that's, how do these assholes keep getting reelected, re for starters? We're talking people that have been in office for, you know, upwards of, 15 to 20 years, people that have been in office and some of these dumb shit Gen Z assholes that are like, yay, let's support the old fucks that, you know, because they, they have the right letter next to their name. So we're going to vote for them regardless. You stupid motherfuckers are keeping people in office that have been in office longer than you've existed. And you don't see a problem with this. You don't see an issue with their cognition slipping with the general decline of their capabilities and skill sets. And you keep reelecting these geriatric fucks. And I'm saying you in the royal broad sweeping sense of anybody who votes for somebody that's too goddamn old to work as a fucking Walmart greeter. If you are too fucking old to, say, drive yourself somewhere because you can't see more than four feet and you don't have the cognition to be able to remember where the next fucking turn comes, you probably shouldn't be in one of the higher states of federal office in the country. You should not be making decisions that you're not going to live to see the repercussions of. And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm trying to be honest and realistic here. These motherfuckers have no vested interest in this point in making good decisions because they're not going to be here to deal with the blowback from them. Their only issues are aligning their own pockets and aggrandizing their own bloodline for those that actually have families because they're not going to do anything in the general population's interest if they can do something that's going to somehow help their own 
interests instead. And they've gotten to do this by and wide. Like I said, many, many, many of these assholes over 20 years. I'm pretty sure the top 10 oldest elected officials, and that's just based off of some crap I pulled up online, have been in office at least 20 years, most of them 30 plus. I mean, let's see. The most recent of all of the 10 oldest people in government service right now in the Congress was elected in 1999. So just to think about that, that means as of this year, the person who, again, one of the top 10 oldest motherfuckers in office has been holding that job for 23 and a half years. As of right now, it'll be 24 years this year that this woman has been sitting in Congress and I don't know anybody who was alive 25 years ago that thinks their lot in life is better today than it was then. So why do these old fucks get to keep their jobs when they suck at them? Why do we keep buying into the shit that we, well, this is that or that. We have to vote for this person or that person. Those are the only options out there because if we vote for anybody else, it's a waste. The entire concept of voting for a third party is a fantastic idea, but every single American has the same fucking roadblock when it comes to doing it. Now, not every single American. There are a lot of people out there, and it's growing that there's been a swell of support for like libertarian candidates and other third party candidates, whether it's a Green Party, Libertarian Party, whatever. Non-party candidates even in small local elections. But when we get to the national scale, the big sweeping change potential Everybody just defaults to, well, this one's less offensive to me, so that's who I'm going to pick. And I'm going to vote for this geriatric fuck or that geriatric fuck. And we have people right now that are actively fighting over which geriatric fuck is better. They're all geriatric fucks. There is no better option. They all suck. And we are going to pause to stick an ad in here for another show that I think you should go check out. And then we will resume with something else I want to wrap up the show with. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Tabby. And we're the Grace Taproom Podcast. Be sure to check out our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash Grace Taproom Podcast, too. There you can find our partnership with Hollowed Scents. Buy us a coffee because we definitely need it. All of our socials, listening platforms, and our merch store. And if you love our show enough, please feel free to subscribe to our Patreon. We have three amazing tiers starting from $3, $5, and $10 with a bunch of great content all over the place. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't text and drive. Don't drink and drive. Always drink responsibly. You heard her. Do it. Tap room closed. Hey guys, Aaron here. Now, you're probably used to hearing me stick my ad in here for HorribleDesigns.com. And in my general need to try and improve things and keep things fresh and topical, it's time for a new ad for HorribleDesigns.com. So here it is. Go to HorribleDesigns.com. Get t-shirts. Get mugs. Get stickers. Get get mouse pads. Get stuff. Get swag with a bunch of humorous things on it. Pictures. Commentary. Little thoughts and ideas. And for being a loyal listener of the show, you can get 15% off your total purchase price by using the code I had to say it at checkout. And that's all one word. I had to say it. Only available at horribledesigns.com. So now that I'm 
broken up the monotony of me complaining about the geriatric fucks in Washington that are screwing this country into the ground as fast as they possibly can. We're going to talk about more things that the geriatric fucks in Washington are doing that are screwing this country into the ground as fast as they possibly can. So the general consensus in the United States is the they're, we're pretty much sick and tired of sending money to Ukraine, despite the politicians' constant pandering and grandstanding that the American people support this, by and wide, most surveys are finding, no, the fuck they don't. It's a very slim minority of the country that still says sending just countless billions of dollars to the across the sea to support a war that is not going nearly as well as they're trying to make it out to be. Like, the Ukrainian army, you know, has, you know, they can't win. They're not taking the fight to Putin. They're barely squeaking by. And that's with billions of dollars of our equipment and our money to bolster this fight that they're fucking losing. Honestly, dragging this fight out longer and longer, they're not doing it to preserve democracy and any of the other bullshit lies that the media tries to put about us. They're doing it because it feeds the war machine. And it. I honestly believe they're using it to, they're getting kickbacks and money laundering. And so, but the war fatigue is definitely starting to show in the general public. So they've started with no real fanfare or coverage. They sent $400 million to uh, Taiwan. Now they're looking to finance picking a fight with fucking China, too. It's like these geriatric fucks are actively trying to drive us into World War III, which the conspiracy theorists will tell you that's exactly what they're doing because that'll enable them to enact a single world government and blah, 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 blah. But the thing that concerns me is our money is being fucked off to other countries, and they're doing it entirely with the support of the geriatric fucks in the swamp. So that uh, brings me to the next issue that we're going to talk about. You remember Sam Brinkman-Fried, the guy who uh, was embezzled like billions of dollars and was extradited from a Jamaican town somewhere to come and answer for his embezzlement and ripping off people and... His entire monetary fund was brought up. You know, there were pictures circulating with him with like Maxine Waters and a bunch of other, you know, really close friends of the family of his. And um, yeah, all the charges against him were dropped. And I'm sure that has nothing to do with like 200 odd million dollars that he donated to the Democratic National Convention and various other politicians in that organization. Yeah, letting him walk completely fucking scot free. So that was in the news uh, recently. And we're going to wrap up uh, the show because we're going to do about runtime here where I like to keep it around unless I got something really interesting to say or something that's really going to hold my attention. But at this point, the other th- news that's coming out, so ignoring the corruption in the White House and in Congress and in D.C. and in the Biden crime family. Uh, yeah, no, the government's pushing the narrative that under a sworn testimony in a he- hearing, a former national officer was testifying that, yes, there are aliens. The U.S. is in possession of things that were non-earthly crafts and non-human biologics. And they are saying this is where technology is being reverse engineered from. And they're releasing all the Tic Tac encounter information and all these interactions that pilots and other assorted military personnel have had with non-earthly entities over the years and nobody gives a shit the the general population of the world just doesn't fucking care they started with with releasing the 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 navy tapes a couple years ago and nobody cared 
we've all been saying for a long time that we believe in UFOs. Well, not all of us, but a lot of us have been saying for a long time that we don't believe we're alone in the universe. It's actually kind of fucking arrogant to assume we were. And a lot more people are saying that they've had their own reasons, their own encounters, their own shit they've had to deal with. So they would do that and say, oh, my God, look, we're finally admitting what you guys have all been saying for a long time is actually accurate. And then they're shocked that nobody's like making a big deal out of it. And it's a really pathetic distraction at this point because nobody cared after the last announcement. There was not this huge earth shattering revelation behind it. People just kind of went, yeah, we fucking know. And. It kind of shows how out of touch and the mainstream media and the government and are with the current pulse of society where people don't fucking care and they don't get it. They don't understand that it's not still 1985 and people aren't hanging around waiting with bated breath for them to announce and tell us what the truth is and what to think. And part of that goes back to the whole geriatric fucks in office. They're still used to doing things in the fucking mindset of when they were at their peak performance 40 fucking years ago. So yeah, that's a thing to think about. And as we barrel down the road towards the potential for world war three, and as they now have ticks that are out there giving you bites that will make you allergic to meat. And this is not a new thing either. This to, to avoid going off on a whole conspiracy tangent, go ahead and look it up. It, the information is out there. They loaded up ticks with various diseases back in the day as an experiment to look into biological warfare. And it kind of seems like that might be happening again when you got Bill Gates and the WEF saying we need to decrease population and we need and you'll eat the bugs and be happy. And there's going to be climate lockdowns and all this other horse shit. I mean, this is a really good time. If you don't have a gun, go get three or five. Seriously, they're going to keep pushing this agenda until we start fucking pushing back. Now, I'm not saying we should, but I'm saying be prepared when it comes. I want you to take care of yourself. I want us all to be free and happy and safe and healthy. However, freedom and happiness and safe and healthy, it comes with a cost, and you have to be willing to defend it. Otherwise, you're just waiting for the next master to come along, and that's not something I can really get behind. So, Take care of yourselves. Be ready to take care of yourselves under whatever circumstances. Learn skills. Be an asset. Be useful. Don't be a loot crate. Uh, take care of yourselves and try and take care of each other. But remember, if you're not in a position to take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else either. So uh, work on yourself. Do better. Be better. And for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show, click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.